0: again, everybody. Lance Russell, right along with Jeremy and Patrick, and looking forward to some of that good old
1: cheap pop radio. Good evening, folks, and welcome. And I couldn't have said it better myself. That's why I didn't say it. That's why I let the legendary voice of the Mid-South, Lance Russell, say it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm J-Mac, and we're joined by one half of the Crossfire Wrestling Tag Team Champions of the world-renowned All-Nighters. Listen to this build-up. He is the Sexy Monkey.
0: Oh, wow, what a build-up. I was waiting for you to say something to tear that all down at the end. You didn't even say it.
1: <laughs> I didn't have to. The Sexy Monkey speaks for itself.
0: <laughs> hey, that's true. It's uh. Nice to be back on the show. It's been a while. I feel like uh, I haven't. Uh, feel like the ratings might have gone down since I've taken my <laughs> slight sabbatical.
1: <laughs> you know, as they say in the wrestling business, you—it's like marriage. You have your ups and downs, but you always come home.
0: Oh. how sickening! <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, that was actually pretty good for it to come out of the blue <laughs> I, like that.
0: That was pretty good. I was waiting for you to say uh, it's cheaper to keep her, but.
1: <laughs> well, I haven't experienced it yet. You've got your green card, so you're good to go either way.
0: Oh, good, good, good. Thank goodness. I didn't swear in yet, though, so I better be careful.
1: Oh, Lord. <laughs> Things can change. Folks, welcome oh, to an exciting episode of Cheap Pop Radio. Wednesday, January 14th, the first live edition of Cheap Pop Radio for 2015. Oh, my, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're I
0: feel so, I feel so honored.
1: Maybe I know You a,
0: should. It, it might go so well that it's the last edition.
1: Well, that, and, or until the bill runs up, you know, <laughs> this economy. It happens. Oh. It happens at times. But it does origi- Originally, we were supposed to have a guest tonight. We were going to have Derek King, who uh, down there in the Memphis area, who's actually a star on the new series, Wrestling with Death, on WGN. Spoke with him, got it set up, spoke to his publicist, and got the email and never heard back from her after she responded to me and said, how about we get this set up? And I never heard back again. So thanks. Big shout-out to WGN. Make sure you don't watch the show.
0: <laughs> what a gun. Oh so, my, Well, you never know. Maybe she's getting back
1: to you. Maybe we'll have him on next week or something. This was two week, This was a week and a half ago. And oh, maybe she let's talk to, to the him. Show. Well, I talked to him and he said he said let's go for it. He said I've just got to get a hold of the publicist. Sure. And he said, what's your email? She sent me the email same day. I responded within 20 minutes. Never heard back. So. Hmm. Well, Fwdf. So uh, th- uh,
0: listen to the show while I'm on publicist, and then you'll you'll have him on the show. That's that's what the problem is.
1: And we've had big names on the show, you know? We're not just a fly-by-night mom-and-pop type of thing. We're a fly-by-night Canadian-American that are talk about whatever the hell comes up.
0: <laughs> that's so. what she said.
1: <laughs> oh, and that's how the green card all started. That and a little <laughs> choo-choo. But, folks, let's, let's not waste any time. And now, the latest headlines. I guess real quick, I should do this.
0: Viewer discretion advised. Oh, look at, look at, man, look at all <laughs> these sound bites. We are moving up
1: in the world. We are. And, you know, I can't think of a better way to start the show. <music> That's right, folks. It is official. As of Monday night, as WWE said, TMZ broke the story. The Macho Man Randy Savage is finally coming home to the WWE Hall of Fame 2015 as he was announced as the first inductee into this year's Hall of Fame and Monkey. It is about time. <laughs>
0: Where's yours? Do your impersonation
1: then. <laughs> I did it earlier, and I said, God, this sounds terrible, so I'm not going to do it on the air.
0: That's that's <laughs> the funny part of it. It's supposed to sound terrible.
1: <laughs> well, yours sounded actually pretty good, so I don't want to follow it up with my terrible impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Snap into a Slim jump. See, there you go. So you, you hey, did that, that Oh, part. wow. Wow. So, <laughs> Like his ghost just <laughs> blew into your mouth. I, <laughs> that's what she said. But, folks, really, in all actuality, a big congratulations to the late, great, macho man, Randy Savage, who's going to be inducted by former Megapower, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that
0: was a bit surprising, wasn't it?
1: It's, you know, just like TMZ broke the story earlier in the day, rumors were running rampant that it was going to be Hogan. So, I didn't really... Who else would you have do it? What? Who else would you, Who do would you? I have do it?
0: Was that the question?
1: Yeah. Who would you have? Not Hogan. Have do it? Why not? Not Hogan. From a marketing standpoint, you would not bring Hogan to do it.
0: No, I'd be at Steph to do it, and talk
1: about the first time <laughs> the oh, the first time Randy Savage dropped an elbow. Trapped <laughs> us something.
0: But anyway, <laughs> no. in all seriousness, um, we know Hogan and, and Savage had their heat. They're like best buddies, bitter enemies, all that kind of stuff. I would have had Lanny Poffo induct him, his brother. But I
1: think, La- I think Lanny's accepting. Oh, I think well, you he's didn't coming tell me that part. Yeah, if I'm almost positive Lanny's going to come out and accept it on his behalf. Just like when Pawbear passed away, his kids came out and accepted it. I think we'll see Lanny. I think Lanny's going to be the one that accepts it.
0: Okay, so if Lanny accepts it, I think he should have been inducted by Ricky the Dragon Steamboat.
1: Very well. But when you put it on paper, who's going to help you sell more tickets? Hogan? Or Steamboat?
0: But a lot of people think of the Steamboat Savage match as the greatest match of all
1: time. I'm not arguing with you on that point, but from a marketing standpoint to where the network is costing the company so much more money in the long run, and the business is struggling, I I can see why they would put Hogan up there.
0: I would have went with Steamboat.
1: That's why you don't write, and that's why I don't have anything to say about it either. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's why we're
1: on Cheap Pop Radio every right. Wednesday night.
0: I just think that Steamboat would have been a better choice.
1: I, I, you know, I I can't argue with you on it. I really can't. And you know, normally we we do disagree. But I can't argue with you on it this year. This year, <laughs> see, it's a new year. I can say it. I'm Not going to argue with yeah, it. This, argue with it this, this year. Good. That was pretty good <laughs> this year. You can't argue with me yet. <laughs> yet. But, you know, looking real quick, just making sure before I put my foot in my mouth, what I think they should do, but I don't think they will, why not induct Miss Elizabeth?
0: They Well, well they might. Yeah, let's let's wait and see.
1: You know, they just might you,
0: induct Miss Elizabeth.
1: I can see Lex Luger
0: going this year.
1: Oh, no. Oh, God. Why would you put him in? <laughs> fuel, fuel up the Lex Express or just repaint the Exotic Express and put the Lex Express on it and let him make one more round?
0: In fact, I think I would have the Exotic
1: Express induct Lex. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, Randy Savage finally, finally getting... Getting the chance that he deserves, and I know with be honest with us here because the fans don't, the listeners don't know. With your work schedule, have you even been able to watch the product?
0: I watched up to the Luke Harper match on Raw,
1: and then you turned it off.
0: <laughs> I fell
1: asleep <laughs> during your during Luke Harper's match. Yep. <laughs> wow. Who did he even work? Roman Reigns. Roman Roman Reigns. Okay. And it wasn't that bad. It was a good back and forth match. They shouldn't have had Harper. They shouldn't have had Harper lose. But I guess wow. they have to to keep Roman looking strong.
0: Yeah, they want to keep Roman strong. I guess they figured it wouldn't hurt Harper to have Roman go over strong on him. So,
1: well, but, as you see, but I
0: actually honestly did fall asleep during My boy, Luke Harper's match. Former
1: Intercontinental Champion, Luke Harper.
0: That's true. Former Intercontinental Champion, and I was hardly on our program to brag it up.
1: I know. And believe me, I said Monkey would be proud. I know you don't listen to our show, but you should at least go back and listen to one of them and listen to where I actually built it up. I I, I don't even listen to the
0: shows that I'm, I'm on. Why would I listen to them when I'm not? I know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so you know what happened, what we said about you, how bad it was. <laughs> so. But as you seen on Monday night, WWE is struggling at this point for people to tune in. So next week right there in Dallas, they're going to have a huge show, and they're bringing back some big names. You're going to see Hall of Famers. You're going to see Hulk Hogan making his return, which they're kind of watering it down like TNA did. As much as I love Hogan, can't use him every week, even every two weeks.
0: I agree 100% there. they got to – I mean, why didn't they have Sting?
1: They, they may. That's what their speculation's going on, that Sting lives in Dallas now. And that maybe we'll see him on Raw. Now you that know, would be need, interesting. They need the shock factor. They're they 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 they're already giving you these names, so I, I don't blame them for if that's the case. I wouldn't advertise him either. With the names they're giving you for the Monday night, people are going to tune in to see what happens. But the shock factor of having Sting come out maybe helped Dolph Ziggler get his job back. Maybe help Eric Rowan and him in that storyline progress that even more, to where it's screwing the authority.
0: Well, I mean it's a it's a wait and it's a wait and see kind of thing. I hope they do bring Sting. Just like you <laughs> said, I think uh, you got to leave the Hogan thing alone just a little bit.
1: And if it's, you're it's not like a Hogan, Hogan fan, every- oh. woo! go for it, there, monkey. I cut you off.
0: Woo! Now, this is a little more exciting seeing Flair come
1: on down. <laughs> That's right. if you're not a fan of Hogan, what about the man himself? the nature boy? Rick Flair will be live on Monday Night Raw as well. That's my spooky woo. What's <laughs> your Halloween woo <laughs> <laughs>
0: woo woo.
1: And uh, you know if they're in Texas if you're in Texas, you can't go to Texas without having San Antonio's own heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels make his return to Raw as well it just makes you wonder what are they gonna how are they going to use these people what are they going to do with them? Some useless panel. <laughs> A very good point. Typing the Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Seth Rollins match at the 30th Annual Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah, I, I think Expl- it's going to be some useless panel, blah, blah, blah. It'll be fun to see them there, so it'll still have its effect.
1: It's going to be bad either way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that but, we can both agree on, definitely.
1: <laughs> but you can't say bad without... The bad guy, Razor Ramon Scott Hall, making his second appearance and in a little under a year's time on Monday Night Raw. Not too bad for the bad guy.
0: Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. That was pretty cool to hear he was coming.
1: So, I'm tempted uh, to see what's to do with him. With him but... Well, Nash was scheduled to be a part of it. But then, the Then with him getting arrested with the assault charges with the son, that that they suspended his contract and pulled him from the show.
0: Uh, I thought I thought they might have put him on anyway.
1: Nope. I should have just put him on anyway. I'm sure there's lots of other things going on. Yeah, no, they they pulled him and replaced him with that guy right there. With the Nature Boy. Back in the day, they wouldn't have let something like a a silly old
0: charge hold it back from getting on TV. I
1: don't know. They would have turned it into a storyline.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's right. what they need, writers that think like that now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Once WWE biggest, went
0: public, it all went down the toilet.
1: It did, sadly. And hopefully we're, we're waiting for the turnaround still. This, how many years later? We're still waiting.
0: Yep, still waiting. Waiting but. impatiently.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, as you can tell, they're bringing names in for Monday Night Raw. But if you're a fan of the product of a flagship show, then you know. A very familiar voice of the one Hall of Famer, Jerry the King Lawler is now missing on Monday Night Raw as they finally pulled him from the show and moved him to SmackDown.
0: Well, I thought he had something going on with his ticker.
1: No, no, it was his stomach. Oh, he was having stomach? stomach issues. Yeah, that's why he was in the hospital. He missed that episode of Raw. They put Booker T on there. Uh, and then with SmackDown moving to Thursday nights, tomorrow night starting, uh, they replaced him and put Lawler full time on SmackDown.
0: Wow! I hope they're not keeping Booker on full time.
1: Oh, they are. He's full time on Raw. Cole, Booker, and JBL are your now are your now your full time announcers for Monday Night Raw.
0: Booker was absolutely terrible on.
1: Quacky, ducky, shucky, duck. Whatever he you, says. You,
0: you don't agree with me? You don't think Booker was
1: horrible? Oh, I that can't stand Booker T or JBL on commentary. Th- the commentary I, uh, team has gone downhill, and to take Jerry Lawler away from Monday Night Raw, I think, is only going to make it that much worse.
0: Well, you know, you know, we're both commentary, we're both commentary marks, and man, to take them away is. Ridiculous to say the very least.
1: And I don't I don't know what the I don't know. I'm not I'm not too pleased with it. But who am I? And why does my opinion matter? But nonetheless, yeah. JBL
0: Definitely Michael not. Cole. Definitely. I, know.
1: <laughs> I know I'm not. I don't need to be reminded that's why I got married. So <laughs> But in all actuality, though, Michael Cole, JBL, and Booker T are your new Raw announced team. While on SmackDown, you're going to see Michael Cole, Byron Saxton, and Jerry the King Lawler. But no need to fear. Uh, Cole, JBL, and Lawler will continue to do the pay-per-views, but Lawler being pulled from Monday Night Raw. Wow, what a poor decision. Yeah. That's horrible.
0: And now, you know, since we're on the commentating uh, string here and uh, we haven't really got to work together much, did you get to hear your boy uh, Jim Ross do that commentating?
1: I did, and I'll tell you this, he hasn't missed a beat.
0: And what you, would what'd you think of his co-host? I think they were actually a pretty darn good team together.
1: Striker, not too bad. I Striker, I think, had it where he could have stayed in WWE and potentially got the push to the main show from SmackDown. But apparently he, as you know as and I know, got heat, thus eliminating his job with some controversial pictures that were released of him. Um, but my, Matt Striker and Jim Ross, not a bad team at all. And looking forward to hopefully hearing more of JR in the very near future.
0: I thought you were saying you were looking forward to looking at more of those pictures. I thought that's what you were going to (laughs) say.
1: Well, If you quit sending them to me, I wouldn't have to see them.
0: (laughs) Well, my mom's the one who took them all at WrestleMania, so what can I say?
1: (laughs) Your dear old mama. Uh, (laughs) But, in all seriousness, this is something I didn't have on on the format. Uh, Lucha Underground, reaching out to JR to have him come on and host... With uh, him, Matt Striker, posh- possibly Vampiro. If not, it would just be JR. Matt Striker. And I would say they're pushing for it even more after the Wrestle Kingdom Nine show.
0: Well, that would definitely, definitely help the uh, Lucha Underground for sure. Um, I got to watch some of the product and I actually quite enjoyed it. I must admit, I got a just a little, just a little touch of it. I'm not going to go crazy and try to tell you guys I've been watching every show, but. I got to watch a couple of uh matches and I thought it was quite good.
1: It is and just like when we had Johnny Mundo on the show, he talked about it and when you watch it you the product is different. Uh the presentation's different. It's just like how he had stated, it's got that kind of gritty gritty film to it when you see the picture and everything. It's got more of a movie type uh production with it, I think. Than what you see on the wrestling shows.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, and you can tell that that it, it's by it's by design. It has a real it has a real, um, I don't know, if dirty is the right way to say, but it has a dirty feel to it. It's, it's, uh,
1: mm-hmm. And it's edgy, presentation. It's, it, it sets itself apart from everybody else.
0: I think when more people watch it and when more people get it, they're actually going to enjoy the product.
1: They will, and it's it's on a, the L-Ray network, which unfortunately a lot of people don't get right now. But like you said, once it, it's able to establish and get a little bit more mainstream, I think people will enjoy it. Uh, I had a had a guy that I know here locally, hadn't got to see the product, and I sent him the match of Morrison and, uh, what is it, Ricochet? Is that his name? That's on the NDC and that people are crazy about.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it was them. It was Mundo yeah, Rick- against. Do what now?
0: Would you say Ricochet, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm pretty certain that's his name. <laughs> uh, was,
0: I was gonna say I, I think you got it right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was Morrison against uh, Ricochet in the match. It was the main event of the first show, and they tore it apart and. What what else can you say? If you're going to watch the product and you have to watch one match to see how the product's going to be, I think that's the match you need to see.
0: Oh, absolutely. The main event uh, of the first show for the uh, championship, that was a, a heck of a match. I mean, it's, its I can't even say, I want to say spot after spot, but it, it was spots, but it wasn't, too. It was, uh, There's it was definitely time. had its own. Yeah, there was a story to it, wasn't it? Was, it, was, it was spot storytelling, which you don't see a lot anymore at all.
1: No. Oh. No, but real quick, since since we were on the Booker T fan, fan train, <laughs> did you hear the big news over the weekend? Uh, Booker T quit? No. <laughs> Being a fan of tag team wrestling, as I know you are there, about February twenty first, Reality of Wrestling presents Final Heat at Pasadena Convention Center. Booker T, Stevie Ray, Harlem Heat, one more time. Whoa, Harlem I Heat, rematch, <laughs> What about it? And I didn't think uh, what the way it made it out. Booker was had that really bad back injury, but he's lacing up the boots one more time with his brother as they take on two students of Booker T's. Which is even more unbelievable that you're gonna put your body on the line with two students you trained in a high profile match like that. Well
0: I'll tell you what, they must think the world of those students, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. And they must think next Daniel Bryan or something. <laughs> I, I'll admit I, I'm waiting to see the, the video of it when it comes out I want to see if they got the old gear if Booker's got the trunks on or if he's got the the old school Harlem heat
0: oh they better wear the old school Harlem heat
1: and if you don't have the nose strip I'm going to be even more pissed off <laughs> you know and they've got his wife Charmel uh, who did some managing in her time and you know, I know, I don't know if, how close they were with the Sensational Sherry. They could do a one night only Sensational Charmelle, have her face painted up like Sherry's, and have them come out with her.
0: Well, hey, why not? Why not? I don't know if people would be offended by that or not, but I think it'd be a, a cool idea.
1: You know, it's if it, well, I think Sherry made the team get a little bit more recognition than what they would have in WCW.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, Sherry was a huge part of Harlem Heat.
1: So, I think if you paint the face, introduce her a sensational Charmel, one night only, with Harlem Heat, I think the crowd would pop for it.
0: Mm Hmm, I don't know. Or maybe they'd boo.
1: (laughs) I'm never, never disappointed with you, Monkey. Never. Some (laughs) things never change. But...
0: Maybe, maybe me and Joe could dress up like Public Enemy and be the ghosts of Public Enemy.
1: <laughs> I'd pop for that. <laughs>
0: Get out our old hockey shirts. Nah 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 nah, nah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah,
1: I've got to tell you, I know you weren't on here for the Scott Demore show, but I popped him, though. I popped him with, uh, uh, <laughs> with the Stephen Berries. Told him, I had my <laughs> Canadian jacket on, and he's, he said, damn it, that's what we wore. <laughs> I said, I've got my my Team Canada shirt on. I said I've got my Stephen Barry's Canadian jacket. I said I'm ready for this. And then <laughs> obviously he was he was a great interview. He really was. Very knowledgeable about the product. Um, even the mid south stuff. I did the little Lance Russell segue right before he came on and he said that gave him chills and made it and he said he popped for it and he said that's just one of those things that you don't get anymore.
0: So, wow! I better talk to pop- Scott. Make sure he doesn't put you over anymore, because it goes right to your head.
1: <laughs> You're damn right it does. That's why I had to make sure everybody knew about it. So now, now he, was
0: he? Did he say he missed me and he wondered why I wasn't on the
1: show? And, he didn't even ask about you, to be honest with you.
0: Son of a gun!
1: <laughs> I swear to God, he didn't even ask about you. So
0: I'll remember that, Scott. I'll remember that.
1: <laughs> uh, real quick, we're talking about something. we're talking about the events. We're catching up on what Monkey hasn't been able to talk about. But one thing they announced today, NXT is to hold its first live event outside of Florida. Did you see that?
0: I did not see that. I knew that they changed days. I didn't know they were hosting outside Florida. Where are they going?
1: Yeah, March 5th. Are you ready for this? Columbus, Ohio. They're going to be up there for the Arnold Schwarzenegger bodybuilding show that they have up there, Triple H is being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and NXT is going to hold a show, I guess, that night, and it's going to be an NXT live event, and it's going to be held in a 2,200-seat arena, so I'm curious to see if NXT can sell in an arena, or even come close to it.
0: Uh, Is it, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's part of the it's part of the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger bodybuilding thing, though, right? No. It's like a convention.
1: No, it's it's mm-hmm. it's completely different. It's going to be separated from it. I think the convention's going to end like at six, and the show start at seven thirty.
0: Ooh. Uh, yeah, think, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. I don't I mean, know if that's a good idea or not.
1: They've got a following. You have to admit that people go on about how much the NXT product is better than the current WWE product. So I'm interested to see if they can actually draw a decent amount of people. And you know what? Instead of running Raw against SmackDown live events, hell, do an NXT against a Raw type of thing and hit the smaller venues, hit the smaller cities. Hit like the Joppa. You know, I had to throw Joppa in there. Hit the Joppa and let... Let Raw hit the bigger cities, and SmackDown hit the bigger cities. Let NXT travel around and hit the smaller towns, the smaller venues.
0: You know, I would absolutely love to poop on your idea, but that's probably the best idea you've ever had. They should just <laughs> drop drop the SmackDown product altogether, I think.
1: Well, it's moving to Thursday night, so they can't.
0: Yeah, just move it to no night. Just move it to goodbye. <laughs> and Give NXT that spot. Just have new guys on NXT. Just have established guys on Raw. They can filter through each other uh, at manias and big pay-per-views.
1: And I've got to say this real quick. Uh, I didn't even think to hit on it. Talking about new talent, the Ascension finally gets the call up. And what do they do? Everybody shits on it. And you know (laughs) what? I'm, I'm going to defend them in the aspect you can only go out there and say what you're told to say. If you don't agree with what you're being what you're being told, it's your job. You have to say what you're being told. They're not going out there and saying that they're the best because they think they're the best. People are shitting on them for that, saying that they're shooting on Legion of Doom, that they're crapping on demolition. They're not. They're being told what to say by the writers. And people are taking it too offensively and saying that they're shitting on their legacy. And they're not even giving them the chance, especially when you have somebody like JBL completely crapping on them and people saying, well, why are they wrestling no-names? You know what? Back in the day, that's how you got established. That's how you got over. Now they've flipped the, sweat, flipped the script, and they're doing it that way, and people are complaining about it.
0: Wow. You know what? I am in shock. You You've changed. Maybe I should go off the show a little bit more. Because before, you, w- I think you would have been one of those people complaining about it. But you're absolutely right. They went old school with it. They pushed buttons on purpose. They said what they were supposed to stay- say, and now they're beating up jobbers, just like old school, to establish themselves and to get over. I think it's a great idea, and I think they're doing the right thing with them. Push buttons, they make are. a big heel.
1: And you know what? You, you former guest of the show, Lance Anawahi, he was on there. He worked them on SmackDown. And he sold the finished like a million bucks. When You're better off to put guys in there, the local talents, while you're trying to establish them, so that way they're going to sell the hell out of the move to make their stuff look that much better to where they're going to stick out to the office compared to putting them in there with somebody like The Miz who's barely going to take the move because he's afraid to get hurt.
0: I, oh, you are absolutely correct. Jeremy, what happened? You've changed.
1: <laughs> it's a new year.
0: It's a new year. I like the, I like this new outlook that you're having, because it's true. Why did we ever get rid of jobbers? I have no idea. Use that local talent; they'll sell it like a million bucks. You want these guys to get over? You could do this for a year, have them just smashing local talent.
1: You could, but you know what? People are complaining about it. Why are they? Why? And when you have your commentary team burying somebody, that doesn't help.
0: Well, that's that's the worst part. You, you got to get stupid old JBL on board, and Michael Cole doesn't know what's happening. Booker T is useless. The, the, and we've, <laughs> I've said this a million times before, and I'll say it again. That commentary team is just no good. You need some people excited about the product to make your viewers excited about the product. And the three of them even worse now with Booker T. You can tell that they could give a crap about the product.
1: Make it care less, especially when you've got this new team you've built up with vignettes. They're out here saying they're better than somebody. Try to put it over that they are. JBL, you're the Hill announcer. You're supposed to build them up. Jerry Lawler used to put put over the people, the Hills. That's what Lawler was there for. JR was there to make them look bad, and Lawler was there to make them look better. And now they don't have that, and that's killing
0: them. Well, absolutely. I mean, all they got is the announcers crapping on everything.
1: Heels, and faces, you've got whatever.
0: They seem to not really care. Ducky,
1: quack, quack. It's your rubber duck match of the week with Booker T out there. And I'm not shooting on Booker T or his legacy, but put over the talent. That's your job. And you've got these two guys who've worked in developmental for years to finally get their chance, and they're painting this picture that they're supposed to be this big wrecking of a team and here you are painting a picture of a unicorn jumping over a rainbow. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: I I know exactly what you mean. I I don't know what to I I almost feel like I should retire because your your opinion is actually so much better than it used to be.
1: <laughs> it's frustrating. It's what it is. It It really, it really isn't.
0: is and I I don't know why the office can't can't see this. They they keep trying to change so much to wonder What's wrong? What's happening? Why isn't it over? I don't get it. The the front line of what people are doing on Raw is listening to what the commentators say. Bobby Mm -hmm. Heenan made that era, and uh, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan, Jr. I'll even give props to your boy, even though I used to like to make fun of him. He cared (laughs) about the product. He put stuff over, and now you got JBL. Doesn't care. Yeah, Michael and Cole doesn't
1: care. I think the thing even that Lawler killed me turned even more, into it doesn't care. He did, because you know what? He was told to. When they had free reigns, Lawler could feed off J.R. They, they, the pair of them would make you and me look like a million bucks. Even if we went out there in Speedos and oiled up and flopped around. They would make people care about it. And now, you've got... This team of the Ascension saying they're better than everybody, and instead of JBL being the hill announcer saying they're right, you've got him saying, "Oh, I couldn't disagree more. They're far from it. They're a joke." Wow. So you know they're being told to say that, and yet you're going against completely what they're being what they're being told to say. How is that helping anybody? Yeah,
0: it's, uh, it doesn't help exactly. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't even help himself. It helps no one. No. It doesn't help the product. Doesn't help himself. Doesn't help the team. Doesn't help the writers.
1: Well, who are you helping? Who
0: are you, yeah. I think we, who are
1: you we over by over saying now. that? Nobody. <laughs> That's what's wrong with this business now. You've got people like that. And uh, don't get me wrong, I respect what he did. Do I respect him? No. But he he made a mark. People, he, people cared about him. People hated him. He caused riots. He was good at what he did. But give somebody else that chance. Don't try to take that glory from him. So... What the hell, monkey? I'll move on from my little JBL rant now.
0: That's okay. I was enjoying every minute of it.
1: (laughs) Now, one thing I do want to talk about, and I don't even have it on here. I'm just going completely off the format. The Royal Rumble, one of my favorite pay-per-views. And I I, I think it's one of yours, too.
0: I love the Rumble. I miss getting together with the guys and picking two numbers and whatever your number was. That was your Mm -hmm. guy to see if you won the Rumble. That was
1: fun. There was one year... I remember, believe it or not, I actually got to go I don't know if you were there or not, I don't think it, I don't think you were. I think it was me, Joe and Beth. Um we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. And one thing I know Beth always enjoyed doing was throwing out who was next. And we would each throw a name out there on who was next. And I imagine oh, you yeah, all did that prior. Was, I, I remember that. And you know you know what I mean? It would be like Kobe Kingston. And you would just throw out a name, right, as the ten ten came out. It was something fun, and it was a good let, it was let, a good show ah. to watch together. You know, it was.
0: It is a watch together kind of pay per view.
1: And now, here it is coming up. One thing I used to enjoy that they did back in the day when vignettes and stuff mattered, you actually saw them draw a number out of a out of the little spinny thing.
0: I remember and, that?
1: And you know what they're doing? You know what they're doing, Monkey? Next Tuesday.
0: Hey, everybody. This is the WWE superstar, Santino Morella. And please do me yourself a favor and check out Cheap Pop Radio every single week.
1: That's right. Next Tuesday on the network, Santino Morella's. Royal Rumble Lottery Special to where you're going to see the guys pick the number from the spinny thing.
0: Wow. And I'm
1: intrigued. (laughs) Do what? (laughs) What the hell did you say? I said, I
0: hope Santino picks number 30 himself.
1: (laughs) But. That was one thing I used to always enjoy on the shows. You would see them walking up, just drawing a number. If especially if it was a tag team, you'd see them look at the number and try to pick it at, at the other one. It added it to it, and I'm glad to see they're bringing it back. Uh, it's going to air in the spot that main event normally does next Tuesday at eight o'clock. Main event's not going to be airing next week due to contract. I can't even say it due to contract issues with the network launching now well, oblig- internationally. Do what?
0: Was it contractual obligations?
1: Yes, yes, due to issues with their contract with the Sky, was it Sky Network over there in the U.K.? And I think Rogers, with them doing the launch, uh, showing main event, they're not going to be allowed to until they get these contracts back in order because it still airs on a network over in the U.K. on the Sky Network or whatever it is. And how they took it off the shows, how they took it off the network. I mean, off like WGN, and they put it on the WB network. It's still airing on a network over there, since they hadn't had the WB network. But now with it launching over there, they have to get the contracts in order because it's, they're taking it off of the actual television network there.
0: Gotcha. So yeah.
1: They don't know when. They put it the on the network. Yeah,
0: I can't have go put it on the network and then it's supposed to be on air in a different channel.
1: Mhm. So, I don't know how that's going to happen, when we'll see it return, but looking forward to next Tuesday night, you've got the lottery special right there. I'm excited to see how it goes. I like
0: the, so. I like the idea of it, but I kind of don't want to know the order of the whole rumble.
1: I don't think we'll see it. I think we'll see the funny spots. I think we'll find out like a couple. I think we'll obviously find out who number one's going to be very soon. Uh, hell, for the hell of it, let's do it. Who do you think they're going to have at number one?
0: Number one, I think, will be Daniel Bryan.
1: Wow. I'm going to go opposite way. I'm going to go Dolph Ziggler.
0: You think he'll get his job back, but he's number one?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Because, as you know, John Cena's involved in the the main event, with Lesnar and Seth Rollins. And I think they'll put – I don't know if they're ready to push Daniel Bryan to that limit with him coming back from the injury. Well, I just can't see him putting him in there for an hour and taking the chance.
0: <laughs> I can see it quite I'm, clearly.
1: I imagine you can. That See, now we're back on track. We're disagreeing. I love it. <laughs>
0: This is how it's supposed to be. Okay, number 30. Who's number 30? Tell me.
1: Oh, number 30. Last year it was Rey Mysterio. Oh, 30. That's a tough one this year. That's very tough. Do you think it'll be Sting? Do you think Sting will get a nod or no? I don't think we'll see Sting in in the Royal Rumble. God. I don't know.
0: Maybe Batista?
1: Oh, I think he's filming a movie. I think he's doing that new James Bond stuff. Mm. And Jericho's going to be somewhere else uh, doing a thing with Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff. He's going to be moderating it, a debate, so they can talk about the Monday Night Wars. So he's not going to be there. I don't know. Number 30 could be interesting. But as you know, it's in Philadelphia, the land of extreme... So they're predicting mm-hmm. many ECW originals as the pop-in. So I think
0: Dreamer, think Dreamer will be there. Van Dam we'll,
1: would. Van Damme, very possible. I think we'll see some with the new ECW unreleased by M3 coming out very soon. I think we'll see two people that hosted that. One, both actually being guests of the show, the Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards.
0: I don't think he. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they could be in the rumble. Sure, why not?
1: I'd like to see you know, Nova you... in the. <laughs> oh.
0: I make it over the. Friend, top you only.
1: Here. You've got what two minutes in between thirty-second in, in, intervals. He wouldn't make it to the ring in two minutes. <laughs> Unless he was Simon Dean and he had a little his little seg thing, segway Dean or whatever it was.
0: Oh my God, that That's would be a, great if he came out. He should do that. <laughs> out on the Segway, would be all out of shape, with the chocolate bar instead. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I
1: have the Gemini with him and they have to lift him up and put him in the ring.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh. They could do the same gimmick with Val Venus too.
1: <laughs> but uh, I I'd, I'd pop for Stevie Richards. Uh, you know what I mean? They they had him do it as the as the BWO. Um, I, I, if they, if he comes back, I would like for him to be Stevie Richards and have him hit the "I'll show you, you'll see." I, I would pop for
0: it. Yeah, you'd be the only one, but that's okay.
1: You can't say you, 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 wouldn't pop for Stevie Richards, especially after having him on the show and talking to him.
0: I would, I'd pop for my good friend the Blue Meanie because we, we got along so well on air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. God Real quick. <laughs> well, I, I do want to hit on this real quick uh, <laughs> with CM Punk and Alberto Del Rio both parting from WWE. Did you see the new contract clause that they supposedly added to the talent?
0: I did not. Please, please enlighten me.
1: The talent is now supposedly. This is all hearsay, as you know, because nothing is confirmed. It's been they've announced this for about a month or so ago. The talent is now unable to appear at a wrestling or MMA show for a year. Really? Yes.
0: New MMA clause, huh? hmm
1: MMA or wrestling. So you cannot take a wrestling booking. That's pretty hardcore. How they to,
0: so they're not allowed to make a living for a year. Right. you got to go get a job at... at, at Southwest putting bags on a plane.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that, you know, you'll have to talk to your old buddy, Lukey, there and see if, get the dirt on that and see how accurate that is.
0: I will actually try to get the inside scoop on that, because that's pretty hardcore. If they can't wrestle for another promotion for a year, and they get fired, they... Not
1: not even an indie book. And what happened to the... I, I've heard of the 90-day no-compete no clause, but a year? That's pretty extreme.
0: That's very extreme. I mean, you can't make a living for a year. That's ridiculous.
1: I don't know. I don't know their friend. Y well, we don't you work just,
0: for. You just put on a, a mask and you go wrestle as a wreck.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a sexist monk. No pop. You're not popping for that.
0: I just popped. You didn't hear me. Oh, I probably laughed too far away from the microphone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No sexist sexist monk. Little mask on, and his little monk outfit, like like friar. What was his name? Friar Ferguson or something? Friar Tuck. Sebastian Booker Fryer Ferguson—all the same thing. But since we're heading in that direction, we'll be taking it home shortly, folks. If you know what the, what that means, as I give a little wink and a little click of the tongue to the to the listeners.
0: Click that of the tongue. Kind
1: of, I know that kind talking? of sounded dirty, didn't it?
0: What happened there? Yeah, you, you just took this—you <laughs> took us into a whole new realm.
1: Oh, you don't. You, you never know what's coming on Cheap Pop Radio, folks.
0: Off, daddy
1: <laughs> jiggling in your mind all day and all night there's a reason <laughs> that he's called an all-nighter just ask John Morrison he'll tell you that <laughs> he did put you over
0: Johnny Mundo.
1: I think that was the best interview we did was actually somebody that put us both over
0: I think the best interview we ever did was with Angelina
1: Love <laughs> Uh, some say it were awesome. some say it was awesome, some say, yeah, you know you show some skin, you think you're famous. What hell you know Canadian cousin. that's what well, you do
0: what's right? happened in o v w lately anything
1: oh, I couldn't I did watch it when we went to Louisville the first week of December, Danny Davis was stepping back in the ring. That's how bad it's oh, got i what
0: stepping back in the ring. <laughs> Yeah, did he like step and fall back in the ring? Do you mean, or?
1: no? He He's worked two matches. <laughs> Danny Davis laced it up. So, hey, whatever happened to, to to you getting Rip Rogers on the show? Uh, I just never called him back. <laughs> 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 that night, I didn't want to be told how bad of an effing piece of crap I am, and what I mean to this business and I'm a disgrace and you know. What he what he would tell you in class.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I did I did like checking all his I, I like checking his fan mail. I know you got to check some of it for him.
1: And folks I wanted to talk with Monkey about this. They're doing they're announcing the two thousand fifteen class of Hall of Fame and there's been rumblings of who else is going to be in the class this year. But I want to talk about who do you think, not this year, but who do you think are future Hall of Famers?
0: Who do you Ooh. think
1: potentially could go in the Hall of Fame? That's a
0: good question. Some people might already and, be in there, and I don't even know.
1: I've I won all seriousness. I don't want our normal Jamin Olovincia or Carlito. <laughs> That type of stuff. I
0: I, 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 <laughs>
1: I want the legit sexy monkey with his legit honesty on who he believes could potentially go into the Hall of Fame. Who, who he thinks has had a Hall of Fame career and is surprised hasn't been in there yet. I think we both agree on one. Which uh, one? Uh, Owen, Owen Hart. Hart. Yes. Yes. Yeah first
0: one that came to mind, but
1: that's, that's the most obvious choice, I think, too. I think I can think of another one that we'd probably agree British on. Bulldog? Absolutely. Even even Dynamite Kid himself. Just throw oh, a British absolutely, Bulldog. Dynamite. So, but I'll let you run with it. Who do you think or, that's got the snub now that we've seen the Ultimate Warrior, now that we've seen Randy Savage get the rub, Who do you think could be next?
0: Brutus the Barber
1: Beefcake. You know, there's talks that he could go in this year.
0: How about Greg the Hammer Ballantyne?
1: uh, How about he's already in?
0: How about Tito Santana? Uh,
1: And you think he had a Hall of Fame career? Oh, yeah. Seriously? Don the Rock Morocco? Well, don't worry. Demolition. Tito Santana's already in. He went in in 2004.
0: Yeah, I told you, I might not know all of them. How about Demolition?
1: That's very. That could be a good one. Could be very good, actually. Um, is George the
0: Animal Steel in yet?
1: I don't think he is. I'm looking as we speak. Yes,
0: 1995. Huh. Is King Kong Bundy in?
1: No. He headlined no. WrestleMania 2. Yeah, he did. What about Mr. Wonderful?
0: He's got to be Never in. Mind.
1: Yeah, he's 2005. Got to be in. <laughs> I've got the list right here. I'm looking at them all.
0: Um uh, Let's think. Because, honestly, that's what I was thinking of And they, they might be in. I just might not know. I'll we'll uh, throw them out, out
1: there, out. I'll tell you.
0: Well, well, Don the Rock Morocco, you, you said he wasn't in?
1: No, he's not in. I think he'd be a good Don. Very well. I'll... Hmm. It makes you wonder. It's
0: making me think. I, I'm trying to think of some of the great... Uh, Great ones along the way, and who's in and who hasn't been in. I'm uh, looking
1: at it, just trying to see one that kind of surprises me. And you know, Razor Ramon went in. Why not Kevin Nash?
0: I'm sure he's got to be on the list I up. Know.
1: You know, one you, you individual would, oh. that I think should be on there. He went in as a part of the Four Horsemen. But why not double a himself art anderson
0: Ooh, that's a good one how about how about dean malenko
1: dean yeah absolutely dean's a good one multiple time multiple time light heavyweight champion cruiserweight champion and people still talk about him
0: yeah people still people still mimic a lot of his matches and holds
1: you know um Trying to yeah. just look through That's right here. That's a good one. Do what now? Dean Malenko, yeah?
0: He's yeah. Malenko, yeah, he's a, he's a good one to put in
1: there. And I know they'll probably never do it, but I think they should before. What about Vince McMahon?
0: They, I, he definitely deserves to be in. Whether he'll put himself in or not, I don't know.
1: You know what? That's when Triple H pulls the picking order and puts him in. You know, this is, this is a tougher so.
0: question than I thought it would be.
1: Yeah. it's it's You, you can't just throw out names. You've got to stop and actually think. Who was good enough to go in? Is Jimmy Hardy? In makes sure. Mouth of the South, I do believe, is in. Yes, he went in in 2005. Okay. Huh.
0: And the Iron Sheik is in, right? Nikolai Volkov?
1: Oh, yes. If he didn't go in before, I I honestly don't think he would ever went in (laughs) with his mouth. You know? That's true. Um, Sergeant Slaughter's in there. Uh, One person, I know he didn't have a fantastic career, but it's somebody you could throw in there. He was NWA, WCW, WWE. What about Psycho Sid Vicious?
0: Oh, he had a good enough career to be in. I swear.
1: It's he. He made strides.
0: M- multiple, I think that, multiple. I am champion. I think
1: that's a great pick. Is Psycho Sid's a good one. I. I'm just going back and looking at the champions real quick to see if there was anybody that jumped out. And there's nobody else that really jumps out to me, but Randy Savage finally getting the nod, I think, is huge.
0: Hmm. Let's think. You're looking at the champions right now? I might have to.
1: I would look. I looked at the WWF heavyweight champion just to get an idea. I was trying to see. I must admit, I do like the music.
0: <laughs> you just want to listen to the music; you're just loving it. <laughs> I tell you what; I'll take a look at uh, Intercontinental Champions. How about that?
1: I'm trying to think, and really, it's a tough question.
0: Now, the honky tonk man's in, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, <laughs> the honky
1: tonk man. Um.
0: What about Pedro Morales? Is he in
1: there? I think he's in. I think Pedro I guess was in the let Let's see, real quick. I think Pedro. Yeah, Pedro went in '95. He was inducted by Gorilla Monsoon.
0: Uh You know uh, you've got.
1: I uh, Sting obviously is one. If you're looking for the international waters. You had Antonio Anoki, Why not do the Great Muta?
0: Yeah, that's not bad. Why not do the Great Muta?
1: Why not do your boy, Who's in Liger? Who's Liger?
0: You know? Uh, what about China? Is she in already? No. <laughs> she I know who to put in. in. They, you know who they should put they, in, and it'd be a great way to bring him back?
1: Brent Albright. No, Kurt Angle. You're
0: along the same lines.
1: Except he just signed a contract with TNA to stick around. Is that not terrible?
0: That's horrible. Why would he sign a contract with them? Is he
1: retarded? WWE must have said no. He's got himself too much heat. That doesn't make any sense. I thought of one real quick before we sign off. And people have been petitioning for it for quite some time. Michael P.S. Hayes. Or the family Oh, or the there you go. Throw them in there together. But my opinion, I think they'll wait till next year when they're in Texas.
0: Yeah, that makes for the, more sense.
1: That's really that's that really made
0: their name. The crowd will pop a little more for that.
1: But you think about it though, it's supposed to be a star-studded one next year. You're they're talking about the likes of Sting, the likes of The Undertaker. The Freebirds, and could you imagine? That would be a stacked Hall of Fame. Wow, well, they're really Macho.
0: stacking that, aren't they?
1: You know, Sting's right there in Dallas. People talked about putting Sting in this year over there in California, where he was a big draw, hometown boy over there. But instead, it looks like they're going with the Macho Man as the headliner. That could change, though.
0: That could change. Give him yeah, a chance. That could change. They're just stacking that deck as as uh, much as they can.
1: Because in my opinion, and don't get me wrong, as much as I love Savage, I don't think with him being gone, with him passing away, they, they could really push him as the main one because they don't have him there to accept. And nothing personal, but I don't see Lanny Poffo being the one to close out the show.
0: No, he's no. Lanny Poffo was never uh, Randy Savage,
1: that's for sure. No. He was leaping. He was a genius. <laughs> Not taking anything away from him, though. But. And I was told he'd blow your mind. But in all actuality. <laughs> I heard that, too. <laughs> but in all actuality, I think it'll be interesting to see which way they go. There's so many options. You could see Sting added. Maybe that's going to be the way they get Sting at Mania with Triple H, a match they're talking about. Maybe they'll pull it like that and say, you know what? You cost us our jobs. You said you won't be there. This is a way to guarantee you're going to be there and turn it into a storyline.
0: Maybe Marty Jannetty should be in the Hall of Fame.
1: He probably wouldn't show up, or you'd have to pay him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he probably fricking pawn the ring the next day. He might. <laughs> he's got to have the money for Mustafa. <laughs> oh, where's this show gone, folks? We want to thank you for joining us on another stupendous, tremendous episode of Cheap Pop Radio, the first live episode of 2015. And you know what? We'll end it on a on a good note. Randy Macho Man Savage finally getting a nod into the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm J Mac. He's the sexist monk. You have anything to say? Yeah, the sexist (laughs) monk. There it is, folks. There it is. You have anything to say? Are you done? You can
0: can, can take it home now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us on, like I said, a stupendous episode of Cheap Bop Radio. I'm Jay back. He's the sexy monkey. And we are signing off, and you're very thankful. Thank you for joining us tonight on Cheap Bop Radio.